Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day legends, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. A little special today, we've got the weekly rubdown boys, Natty and Wooker, returning for another Supercoach Draft episode. This will be broken up into three bits where we do a mid-season review on our three teams. In this episode, the boys are going to take a run at my Supercoach Draft side. Hasn't been going too well over the last few weeks, but I do believe that I can bounce back as the season goes. The boys uh, tear me to shreds as best as they can. I think they know that I have got a pretty decent side heading into finals this year. Year, though, but as I said, these are the boys from the weekly rub down. They do their super coach draft competition. And if you, even if you don't play super coach draft or super coach, great chat between the boys. I always find them super entertaining. So if you haven't subscribed to their podcast, please make sure you do the weekly rub down. Go to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter, you name it. I'm sure you'll find them just about everywhere. The weekly rub down, Natty and Wooker are two champion fellas uh, that I've always been associated with on the the podcast and I've always had them on and they've always invited me on to champion fellows with great chat and they put out tremendous super coach content for now though let's kick it off yeah g'day rubbers welcome back to the weekly rub down a podcast where we rub down everything NRL super coach draft you're listening to the mid-season draft review I'm your host Natty and with me tonight is the white weasel walker and of course the guru back again off the bench what's going on boys G'day, guys. G'day, Guru. Always good to have you on. It's been a while. It has been a while. I feel like I say it every time, but right now it feels like it's been a fucking age since I've spoken to you, boys. Well, well it's mate, hard you're, to you're, fucking... a busy, you're a busy man, aren't you? Yeah, it's, a, it's hard to draw you down, brother. You're always moving. Busy, always busy, got time busy, for my boys, boy. always. Got <laughs> <laughs> to remember oh. your roots there, son. <laughs> now, oh. as I massage the top of this uh, Tony Tinicello, a little... Birdie told me that you're doing all right on Classic. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if it's the place to uh, to reveal I'm doing all right in Classic, but um, yeah, I'm credit going. Where credit is due. Reasonably okay. Uh, I know we're not big Classic fans, nor am I, but um, I'll tell you what, it's a lot more fun when you're uh, 43 instead of 43,000. 
43 yeah. is fucking ridiculous. I think, was it Brian that we're talking to about this, Wook? Because um, he's doing all right mm. as well. And he's, I just, he's up in the near the top 100 as well. Yeah, like yeah. And both of you two are, are draft aficionados, so... That's great to just, see. Just goes to show how poor you draft. Well, it's uh, it's going to be very interesting over the next <laughs> few weeks because I spoke to Brian the other day. He, he was actually beating me a couple of weeks ago, but he's used about four more trades than I have. Um, so I, I'm low-key actually in a decent position to have a crack at this whole thing, uh, taking it very fucking seriously. It's actually going to be refreshing uh, having a good look at my draft team because uh, for a number of reasons which we'll talk about soon, it's sort of uh, flown under the radar a little bit over the last few weeks. They might rhyme with uh, Schmein, Schmein and Pappenhausen. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that very soon. Mate, I love it. Like I said to Brian, I said, when people ask you about it, if you do win, you just go, look, I'm big on draft. Draft's my number one. This year, I decided to dabble in classic, see what it's about, won the whole fucking thing. Just dabbled in the dark arts briefly. (laughs) Just just one and done. Don't know what these classic blokes are talking about. Piece of piss, eh? Yeah, no, it's been a good ride, especially uh, as you guys know, t- uh, Timmy Williams. He's come on to do a Supercoach Classic show oh, with me, former winner himself, and, and we love Timmy. Absolutely love him, yeah. but uh, I think it's slowly getting to his head that a fucking peanut like me that copies all of his moves is in front of him. The poor bastard. <laughs> oh, oh, mate! T- real estate. I mean, how much is he charging you for real estate up there? <laughs> oh, mate, he, living in his head. Fuck. <laughs> he went away for one weekend. One weekend he went away for, which which sort of rolled into a Monday, Tuesday out of the last fifteen weeks. It was the only week he was ahead of me. He came back, and I, I jumped back in front of him. The poor bastard. Oh, it's no. been a tough gig for him. <laughs> oh, he he no. deserves better, you know. And I definitely yeah. don't. <laughs> oh, I love it, but that's enough of that. Fuck, that's plenty of that's plenty of airtime. Already for overs on class. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, way overs. So, boys, what we're going to do here tonight? It's sort of midway, sort of you know, working our way to the back end of the season, starting to prep for finals. Um, and we thought we'd just get you on here, and then we'll go through each of our teams and uh, review it. Or oh, it's not really going to be a review. I'm just going to be picking in pieces, tearing shreds through them. <laughs> Guru, you'll be up first. We'll go through your team, which is going to be a little bit hard because you're a 14-man um, league. Uh, so with, in comparison... With a, with a full squad. With yeah, a full squad as well. In comparison, our teams look a lot better, but we'll do our best to, to sort of gauge where you're at in your season. Then we'll go Wooker's team, and then we'll finish up on mine because we've got plenty to say about mine. I won't, oh, yeah. I won't, I won't, uh, you know, reveal anything. I just fucking, yet, I ran out of red pen. It yeah, was yeah. A, there was a lot of fucking markups. Come on, cunt, it's not that bad. <laughs> I've got the wood over you twice this this season. Oh, come on, mate. You, you burst me at um, the bar. Like I, um, I thought Natty's was a uh, was a 16-man comp when I first looked at it. <laughs> oh, here we mate, go. Fucking deep. Save him, boys. Save him. My team's last. You, you lose lose all your best calls early on in this podcast. Just yeah, save him. Well, look, hey, this, don't worry. There's plenty for your team. Oh, look, like I said to you earlier in the week, Wooker, I really want you to make the finals because there's no one that loses more in the finals than you. <laughs> It'd be a great matchup because if I got you, I know I'm moving on to the next week, baby. Uh, you say that, but I'm looking at your team and there's nothing that really scares me. I've, so, But we'll get to that, mate. We'll this get is to deja that. vu. Can you, you say this fucking every, time, please? You what say this every year, Wooker. I love it. I love it. So you're a good chance this year, are you? I'm always a good chance. <laughs> I know. Will you tell, I'm you always, tell me? I'm always in there with a chance. <laughs> All right, Guru. 
What's your team name first up? Uh, this year, I went uh, Seinfeld inspired, and I am the Shoop Nazis. Oh, Love it. After our yeah, good mate Aaron Shoop, or Scoop, Scoop, however the fuck you say it. But uh, yeah. you visually, say, no, it comes no across shoot, very no nicely. For you. That's very good. That's, That's my classic good. team. <laughs> and and, so, and so do you Do you swap your name every year, or you just keep the same name? No, nah, I swap it every year. I come up with a different Name some sort of pun name based pun. on a. Uh, it, 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 it's actually a bit controversial. Interested to hear your guys' opinions. We've got in our comp. Everyone comes up with, or most guys come up with, sort of a pun name, and um, it's always been based on a guy that's currently in the NRL. And uh, mm. a couple of guys got a little bit lazy this year and went for just former guys that have played in the NRL previously. It's sort of been an unspoken rule. Personally, I think going for players from the past and opening it up it just makes it a little bit too easy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, if you're going to put, yeah, you've got to put some limitations on it so boys have to think a little bit outside the box and make it a little bit harder. Otherwise, yeah, where's the fun in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're I'll not going to fly think. by night and just fucking roll with an auto draft. You can't do that with your team name either. True. Uh, we, we, we've true, got some true. good ones this year, though. We've got uh, we've got four and 20 pies, as in Kieran Foran. Um, my oh, yeah. my personal right. favourite. Are you two um, Simpsons fans? I assume you are. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is a great one, and this is a bit of a controversial one. Um, Leeson needs braces. Ooh, Leeson <laughs> Alabama, which I loved. Uh, a current affair. We, we, we've got a few good ones in there this year. Um, That's good. good yeah. What about your draft position? Where'd you draft? Uh, mate, I drafted fourth overall. Um, okay. So I was pretty happy with how that played out. Uh, so mm. in our competition, it went... Actually, the guy that had first pick, he actually chose to go second. So he gave away Turbo in the first pick, which has proven to be a fucking wow, master stroke. Master stroke. Yep. It? Yeah. Um, so Turbo, he's gone to the graveyard. That team's gone skis. And the next bloke coming second, he got Cleary. Then one of the, my other mates, who one is, who's one of your listeners, Steve, he got Teddy. And then I got Ryan Pappenhausen uh, at fourth pick. And until these injuries, I thought I'd probably got the pick of uh, draft realistically getting Pappy there. I still think mm. I might, uh, but... Uh, the last few weeks have been very grim. I wish we would have done this podcast uh, before he got injured because I was fucking cruising at that point. Yeah, I, bet, I bet you were. Now, that's a nice little segue. Why don't you tell us uh, your, your team? Who's in there? Yeah, so my team this year, um, as you guys know, we did a lot of work during the preseason about positions we were going to leave and whatnot. Um, I think I left Hooker in front row for the entire draft, didn't pick any. So at Hooker, I've ended up with Jeremy Marshall King off the waiver, which has been fantastic. He's averaged Mm, 57 for me. Um, So I've been stoked with JMK. Uh, Max King, I picked him off the waiver wire as well. The better King. He's he's turned out all right. Mate, he's He's turned out to to be a gun. This season. Yeah. So if he can keep up his points uh, from the last few weeks, it has been up and down throughout the season, but the last four weeks when they've started to turn their season around, he's been killing it. When's um, um, when's Luke Thompson supposed to be back? That's the worry. He's due back yeah. over the next few weeks, I believe. Uh, Paul Vaughan, I mean, Simon. At worst, at worst, he's going to he's going to turn into a forty to fifty point plotter. Which I mean, at front row forward, you can take that, can't you? Mate, at fifty, I'm stoked if he if he gets me fifty every week, I'm happy. And there'll be HIAs, there'll be be injuries where he'll go up a little bit. But yeah, if Max King's a fifty, I'm hoping that Paul Vaughan he signed with Warrington. Uh, mm. yesterday I think it was for next year so hopefully they start to lean on Max King a little bit more my other front rower is Tom Burgess as I said another waiver wire pick if he can get me 45 to 50 um, 
I'm stoked with that there, considering I didn't draft any of those guys. Yeah, and he's then, a good catch plotter at best. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in the back row, I've got Olakawatu, who's been an absolute weapon for me. He's averaging oh. 70 so far this year. Britton Okora, who um, he's been good, but he's been underwhelming based on what how I thought he would go. Um, I got him round eight, though, so I'm happy to wear that one. And then I actually made a trade a couple of weeks ago, uh, made some big moves, and I managed to get myself Victor Radley. Uh, so he's I thought he was going to be due back around 18 or 19 he's back next week apparently going into yep. origin camp so Rads uh, Nakora Olakawatu as I said I made some trades I managed to get my hands on Tommy Dearden at halfback I also didn't draft a halfback uh, or I dra- drafted them very late so I got Tom Dearden and my 5'8 is Scotty Drinkwater another guy that I think I drafted him round 10 he's turned into a 72 point player so he's been fantastic for me um, my CTWs, I've got Isaac Tungo, Ewan Aitken, Katoni Staggs, and Kola from the Manly Seagulls. And then I've got Pappy at fullback. And then on my bench at the moment, uh, I've got Tomoko. I've got uh, Cody Nikarima, who I've held for a number of weeks. I don't think it's going to come to anything, but we'll see how that plays out. My boy, Ronald Volkman from the New Zealand Warriors. I think he's going to be very handy. Uh, he'll be a nice little pairing to have with Ewan Aitken in my side as well. And then this week, I picked up uh, Stefano from the West Tigers. These rumours around Alex 12 potentially missing the season. He's mm. due back next week. So um, a bit of a flyer there. But I just think that if he, if he finds a way to get back to his form last year, there's a new coach. Alex 12's out of the system. I just think it's a punt worth taking on him, especially in a, in a comp as deep as mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. waiver options are few and far between, I'd imagine. Well, mate, the right week on. before I so, picked up Wade Graham and thought I'll take a punt here, so that's how desperate it is. Before <laughs> I get the red sharpie out and start crossing these blokes off in your team, let's just sort out a few things here. Yep. Uh, so, obviously, you're a 14-man uh, league. Yep. Uh, and what is your position on the ladder at the moment? Oh, mate, at the moment I'm eighth. I've been in free fall since Ooh, losing Pappy. Um. Yeah. No. It's been. It's actually. As I said, I sort of. Whilst Pappy's been out, it's sort of been. A, I think I was second when he got injured, and it's sort of been a case for me of. Ah, uh, fuck it. When Pappy gets back, I'll be okay. Um. I think three weeks ago I was still second on points scored, but the last two weeks I've been in absolute free fall, and I had a bit of a reality check this week when I looked and I was eighth and I was seventh on points scored. So I desperately need uh Pappy back. I've had a few grim weeks. I think last week. I had one attacking stat all weekend. Jeremy Marshall King scored a try. That was the only one I got all weekend. So oh, I think I scored 600. Yeah. That is grim. That was fucking grim. Th- thankfully, the guy I play, I, I think he scored 870. So I-, I-, I would have more than likely lost anyway. Uh, but yeah, the last few weeks have been uh, grim. I- I've never been, as weird as it sounds, I've never been more confident that I can win a comp despite not doing well. I just need Pappy back. And I, I think I've got a team that can uh, win it from anywhere. So him coming back this week... Uh, I desperately fucking need him. What's your final system look like? Uh, top eight final system. Um, You're in there at the moment. Yep. Yeah, so I'll definitely be in the top eight. Um, I personally think our top eight is already sort of settled. I'm okay. not sure if anyone's going to be able to come. There's one guy that potentially could. Uh, but I, I don't think he's going to be able to. Uh, so, it, yeah, it'll be one verse four, two verse three, five verse eight, six verse seven, those last two, sudden death, obviously. So, And our grand final is round 25. So it looks like if you're top four, which I'm hoping that I will be, I still think that I can well and truly make top four. That, that's the thing with my comp at the moment. Um, 
Third is on 20 points. I'm eighth and I'm on 16. So it's very, very tight. Ooh, it's it's, it's close, up yeah. to anyone's. Yeah. And, and fourth is only one win ahead of me. So I can well and truly catch those guys. I, I, I think I'll finish probably third, fourth or fifth once I get Pappy is it, back. Is it a captain's league? Yes, it is. Yeah, captain's yeah. league. So Pappy's... Fucking Pappy massive, obviously. So so important. Because yeah. I mean, you'd captain him every week, wouldn't you? Without without fail, like you would never. Be- not barely even him. a VC. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what's happened to me the last few weeks. I've um, <laughs> I've ended up in spots where guys have done well against me, so I've had to sort of take a gamble on other guys, and I think I've copped, I think I've copped two Isaac Tungos getting the thirty eight and forty two, and I copped a Stags getting a forty. So my captains have really suffered without Pappy. I've taken a few gambles that haven't paid off. So once he's back and it's just set and forget, and then take a punt on drink water somewhere else, I'll, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. look, just looking at your team, I do. I mean, I like your halves, um, and it's a great stack, um, Deirdre and, and drink water. Uh, the Cowboys have it. They're Pretty good run um, in the back end here of Supercoach Finals. I think they've got, yeah, they've got Bunnies in round 24, and then they've got, well, they got Panthers round 25. So that's that's a bit of a kick in the dick. But up until that, they're looking all right. So I don't mind your halves. Your backs, nice. Tago, Stags, that's good. Aiken, very solid. Um, Canicola, just... I love watching him play. Really good NRL player, but his game isn't super coach conducive, is it? I mean, you, you could argue it's not, but I just think he. he, he I think he's going to go on a run eventually, where he gets a heap of opportunities. I mean, you saw him get one offload the other day, and what he can do when he's in space. Um, he has been disappointing so far. There's no doubt about that. I was expecting um, a heap more out of him, but. I just I don't think a guy with his sort of upside can stay this quiet for this long. I'm hoping once they come out of the origin period and DCE's back there. The, the beauty is that I've got Cola and Olakuatu, so I'm really hoping that that right edge can start to click and I can start to um, collect some points there. I mean, yeah, look, it hasn't been ideal, don't get me wrong, but he's got good base. I mean, he hasn't scored under 30 Um since playing first grade. So if he's my fourth CTW and he's got the upside that he does um, in attack when he does get opportunities, I'm, I'm more than happy uh, to wear him. And you look at his run home, uh, last four weeks, Titans, Sharks, Canberra and the Bulldogs. So uh, I'm more than happy to take a punt on him come finals. What do you think here, Wook? Look, I'll, I'll go through the good ones. Um, I really like Ola Kowatu pick up. Um, uh, like Drinky has been. Did you get him on waivers or did you start the season? With no, him? I drafted him in about round ten or eleven. Um, no, so he was a he, he was a long term play. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, he was never going to stay out of the side for for too long. But yep. mate, he is absolutely taking the chance with both hands. Um, Tago, we knew that he was going to be good. He's um he's obviously come strength to strength. Aiken's a bit of a tough one with the, the injury. It's um it's a bit of a kick in the dick. Um, same with Puppy. Um, Jeremy Marshall King was a good pickup as well. Um, now for the shit, um, Turgis, what are you thinking? What, what what's going on there? Are yeah. you just trying? To, just filling a spot or? Yeah, no, oh, mate, it's just the reality of a fourteen man comp. Um, yeah. I didn't draft a front row forward until the last two rounds. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, look to. Tom Burgess isn't sensational, but normally he'll get 45 to 50, uh, which is, you know, what, 
20 points below what Payne Haas will get every week and I didn't have to use a, a draft no, pick, you know. Yeah. So as much as he's not a superstar, uh, fuck it, I don't care what happens in front row forward. At the end of the day, there's probably six or seven front row forwards you actually want to own at the moment. Um, and I would argue that probably eight, nine or ten, one of them would probably be Max King, the sort of potential he's got. And I've managed to land one of those. So, mm. um, yeah, look, I, I, I want to say Tom Burgess won't be in my team come finals, but he probably will be because there's just – honestly, you, you should see the front row forwards that are uh, that are on our waiver wire. It's There's oh. me and about three other blokes that every Wednesday night we, we text each other and go, okay <laughs> – which front row forwards are we looking at? And it's just like <laughs> Blake Laurie gets picked up and dropped every fucking week. It's unbelievable. Um, so I'm hoping that Stefano, if he can kick on, I'm not expecting him to, but if he does, hopefully that could spell the end of Burgess because I really don't I want mean, to be carrying. I think that's going to be one of, one of your pickups in the back half of the season. I, I'm hoping so. Strength strength. I'm, I'm um, very hopeful of it. But if not, mate, I'm happy to cop a Tom Burgess. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to do it and stop. Honestly, I've spent so much time oh. this year looking at front row fucking forwards on Supercoach stats and getting absolute duck eggs that I'm just happy to wear him, you know? I mean, the, the game's changed as well. It's gone away from, obviously, the um, the base beasts. They're not as important. And, look, if you, if you can get a 40 to 50, well, a 30 to 35 to 45 player, so be it. Yeah, and um, I, I, I don't know if it's as evident in your comp because you, you obviously got more players available. But I remember saying to you guys at the start of the year, fuck it, I can find a 50-point front row forward wherever I want. Mate, I, yeah. I cannot find them fucking no. anywhere. No, well, we can't thing. either. It's, it's bizarre. I think there's I think there's only probably what twelve or so that do average over fifty anyway. So <sighs> any comps, you're not going to be having two decent front rowers effectively, unless so you're gu- burning picks. So Guru, at this point of the season, where you're at in on the ladder with the games you got left, are you still focusing on the on the the games that we've got left in, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, or are you starting to prep for the finals, you know, 22 to 25? Oh, I mean, mate, like uh, there's only so much prep you can do in a 14-man comp, um, especially in in one as deep as ours. Like there's, there's only so many guys on the waiver wire and, you know, a guy like Cody Nicarima, like I've held him for eight weeks now. I don't know if it's going to come to anything, but if it does, all of a sudden a hooker slash 5-8 could be gold for me to have. A Ronald Volkman I've held for about a month now. He's now playing in the Warriors' side. So, mate, I, and that's the other thing. Like, I've got Nicarima, I've got Volkman, I've got Tomoko on my bench. Like, I can't really drop any of those guys. So it only leaves me with one spot to really fuck around with. And I've got Stefano there, who I'm going to give him a month or so. So... Mate, there's not really that much that I can do at the moment. There's not many changes I can make. I, I made a trade a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had I drafted Satili Tupanua and I drafted Nat Butcher. Uh, so I drafted both. Oh, sorry, I, I picked up Nat, Nat Butcher earlier in the season. So I had those two. Um, I traded them to another bloke. He gave me Victor Radley and he gave me Tommy Dearden. Um, so for me, halfback, I had Lachlan Ilias. I couldn't fucking do that any longer. Oh, yeah. So I sort of, well, and like, you're, I, I you're, looked, you would have caught the minus two last week. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. So I was stoked. And, and like, if I had him, I definitely would have played him against the Dragons as well. So that would have mm. been a fucking nightmare. So I took Satilli and I took Nat and I thought, you know what? Back into the season, only one of these guys is going to be relevant. They're not both going to be relevant. And I traded them for Victor Radley anyway. So, uh, And at that point, he was due back round 19. So he's coming back next week reportedly, which is just huge for me to get him back. So like, uh, there's not a heap that I can do to prep for finals. I've sort of just got to back in the guys that I've got. I'll keep an eye on the waiver wire, but it's going to be hard for me to find someone that's going to be better off in my team than 
a Stefano, Volkman, Nicarima, Tomoka. There will be better guys that will pop up, but there's six guys in front of me on the waiver wire every week. So, um, what's your what's your league like for trading? So, like yeah, you're saying, you're saying that yeah, there's nothing in the waivers. But if you were to start shopping blokes around to try and build a team with some better matchups in sort of that round 22 to 25, how would your your league respond to that, or are they just like, nah, fuck it? Uh, boys, you're going to absolutely hate this. Uh, we put in a trade deadline in our competition, and huh? the trade deadline is Origin 2. So there's only about 48 hours left for us to make trades, and then what? you got to back in the team you've got. That's what's, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Mate, what's I agree fucking, with you, but we've got this? too many fucking cunts in our comp that when they're out of contention, they start trading willy-nilly, oh, and, and it's just... Right. Yeah, it, it, honestly, if, if blokes could... <laughs> Be decent blokes. We wouldn't need to have it. Personally, I don't really like trading anyway, so I don't have an issue with it. Um, but and at the end of the day, it it kind of suits me because you you get guys that are desperate at the bottom of the ladder, and then they're trying to move their way up. So they make trades that you wouldn't make in round five, you know. And that's and we, we don't really like that in, in our comp. So um, I love that. No, I, I hate it. I, I love that. It. I love targeting blokes that are just struggling not to come last, and you just, it's just, it's like a crack addict on the street that's just strung out, and you go, "Do you want to hit, bros? Do you want to hit?" They're just gonna, they're gonna take it. They're gonna take it. And get but then, like in, 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 in our side. comp, if you're up the top and you're doing well, or you've won comps previously, like those guys down the bottom will be less, like less inclined to trade to you. Oh, no, yeah, I feel and, that. And that's sure, where I'm it sure just you're that guy in your comp where no one wants to help you. Yes, ex- exactly right. Uh, th- yeah. There's one guy that I trade yeah. with because uh, <laughs> we're both, um, I, I think, the uh, assholes of, of the village. Yeah. Um, so we made a trade a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, outside of that, it, it just gets a little we, – we've got a couple of brothers, fathers, sons. There's, uh, there's a bit of dodgy shit that goes on in our comp sometimes. Oh, don't worry. We've got a father-son combination that did a dodgy deal early in the season as well. Oh, I wish I didn't do it, bro. Look at look at what he's got now. He's got Olakawatu and Burton. I would much Burton's, rather Olakawatu. Seriously, well. why did I... Yeah, you were going, oh, you've totally draped him. Please, can you we reverse the trade? To- at, at the can time. we reverse the, time, the trade? The Where's time. the button to reverse the trade? <laughs> the time, I need, get me praises. Burton. Get you Burton in my side what right was the trade? now. What, what, glad that what was it? I got. I gave him Olakawatu and Burton. He gave me Cody Walker. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he no, won. didn't. He get Cody Walker and TPJ. No, I won TPJ. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, he won the trade, bro. Fuck, like, that was well, bold, Natty. Yeah, I wanted Cody Walker. I mean, even even then, like, even when I traded Olakawatu, he was at the peak of his powers, and I thought he'd drop off. He didn't. He, he didn't at all. He and did then not. and then Burton was at the bottom. He was doing nothing, and he has just gone from strength. I think he was averaging strength. like forty odd. At the he time. was doing nothing. Now yeah. he's what averaging seventy something. So yeah. I've- hey Walker, whose fucking review is this? Dead sad. What, what, know, what, what's he doing he's over here? Jumped, he's just jumped in. He's walking all over my fucking grass. Mate, <laughs> step back. All right, Natty? Well, you wanted to have a dig at me there, Wook, so I just want to get the dukes up, mate. I'll defend hey. myself. Hey, look. You've been you've been walking all over my crime scene here, which is um <laughs> which I've named crime. Team. Um, look, the Radley pickup, I don't agree with. I, I just I, I don't think he's um he's not the same type of player um in in that he was a few years ago. In that um he does play a lot of um like ball ball playing, 
So he's not really taking as many hit-ups. He's not getting into the line. Yes, he's going to get some tackles, but I just don't see him being <coughs> anywhere near as high ceiling as as Satili or um, oh Guru. I think we, I think Natty's just dropped off. Nami. Oh right. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I understand. Snoring. It was what, I snoring? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I was shit. Sorry. I uh, right. I understand what you're saying with Radley, but at the end of the day, mate, I had Satili and I had Nat Butcher. Uh, Nat Butcher was going to be irrelevant once Radley returned anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And to be honest with you, the the big part of the deal was for me to get Tom Dearden. I needed a dual position yeah. halfback 5'8 to cover. So it was about getting Dearden and Radley was a little bonus. Um, mm-hmm. He was one of the uh, crack addicts that uh, Nutty mentioned before that was keen to trade. So I gave <laughs> him Butcher as sort I'll of an instant win dick, and took man. Radley. Well, yeah. well you've, um, you've introduced me to Dearden now. So look, he's had, he's had two, half, two parts of the season. He's had that absolute gun start. And then he's had the shit show that's been the last like nine rounds. Um, he hasn't scored over sixty, and look, he's had what five of nine rounds um, below fifty in that period. But when did you pick him up? Uh, I picked him up. Well, it would have been the Melbourne game, I think, or the Penrith game. It was, it was only a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, look, I, I would say with Dearden that I mean, I think he, he against Penrith he, he got thirty three. I can understand that against the Dragons mm, coming out of Origin yeah. Camp forty six. Uh, and then against the Manly Seagulls, uh, a 32 there in uh, a, a bit of a straight. Look, he, he just he hasn't been that far away from points each game. Uh, having the duel as well. Like, I can't tell you how valuable jewel, having duels in comps yeah. like mine is. Um, it's it, it's just fucking huge. And look, I'm, I am sort of gambling on having um, drink water and Dearden. Uh, you look at their finals run home. I mean, it's not great. They've got... The Roosters, then they've got the Warriors and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So they're two games that I think the Cowboys can win and can win well, and potentially the Roosters too, realistically. Round 25, they play the Panthers. It's not ideal. I am fucking praying uh, that the <laughs> Panthers rest a couple of troops. And yeah. um, it is up there in North Queensland. So I, 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 I don't know if the Panthers would be overly keen to make that trip to North Queensland. So obviously that's a little bit of bias hoping because the Panthers do traditionally back up for fucking a scissors game. A game scissors, paper, rock, and everything they possibly can. Uh, but once again, uh, just in, in a comp like mine that's so deep, like you, you, you've obviously got a plan for finals, uh, mm. but you can't be too picky and choosy about which guys you take. Sometimes no, you just got to take you've guys got no, and get you've you there. Got no options on waivers or anything like yeah. that. So I can understand that. It's almost like a pick and stick league, yours, isn't it? Pretty oh, mate, it, it pretty much is. Yeah. Mm. So you've you, you've got to make good decisions, and when you do make a trade. Like we'll only have probably six to seven trades a year, realistically, um, and when you make them, you've got to be sure of them, and that's a big part of why we don't trade because it is so cutthroat. You've got so much to lose, and realistically, so little to gain on most occasions. Have you guys ever thought of like cutting down the um, the size of the teams? Oh, we have, so, but so it's go, just go from, rather than go from the thirteen on field, maybe go to like. 11 or 10 we have mate but i and like not 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 having a crack at you guys obviously but we just we 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 just think it's it's shit that way we we love having the deep leagues and making it more interesting and it's sort of it's just been the way that we've always done it yeah you know so like all of our records that are held and everything that we keep track of it would all change all that so we, we had a vote a couple of years ago and i think it was probably about 65 to um 35 percent to um 
to keep it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it does change eventually as all the boys get older with kids and wives mm. and everything. You know, everything gets a little bit harder. But personally, I'll always want the uh, the deep league, obviously. Yeah, and if you've always done it that way, if you've always struggled with, with players on waivers, I mean, you've never had – you just don't know how good it is. Yeah. You, don't yeah, know, yeah. you don't know how much grass is over the other bridge. Whereas it, it we've just, always it, it had – It opens up another avenue, doesn't it? We've always had that abundance of players in the waivers. So it'd be, it's the opposite for us. If we When we like increased our league, people would lose their minds with not having that same amount of, you know – talent on the waivers people just begun this is yeah. shit so. but it also it also opens opens us up and makes us a bit more free to to make a few trades and to also play bets and stuff like that because look if you lose a player or you you make a a trade that doesn't turn out you can sort of write it out if you make a few good waiver pickups we yeah. were uh we were a 10-man comp we went to 12 we were 12 for about four or five years and then I think two years ago we went to a 14-man comp and you could really feel the pinch when we went to 14. You obviously take another 34 players off the waiver wire each week. Um, that really made a difference and that's where the vote sort of got closer. I don't think we've got another two guys to add. I don't think it'll ever go above 14. If anything, it'll probably go back down to 12 before it goes to 16. Uh, mm. But I think next year will be the test. Once you throw the Dolphins in and there's a buy every week, um, that's going to make yeah. it even harder and, and, and I reckon that's when the conversations might come up again. Yeah, for sure. All right, last question for your team, mate, is obviously your season hinges on Ryan Pappenhausen. Let's be real here. Yep. What is the fear around the round 25 <laughs> resting? Uh, where are you sitting at with that one? Yeah, mate, for sure. It's a fear. Um, and if he does get rest around 25, as I said, I'm kind of fucked because uh, my Cowboys play the Panthers. So, um, yeah, I mean, that'll be Red Rover for me. That's why I'm sort of hoping that the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Sharks, these sort of teams, they keep on winning and hopefully Melbourne don't have a home final wrapped up uh, mm. in round 25. And, um you know, I, I, I've been in three grand finals. Like, I've definitely lost one of them because of round 25 restings. Um, other ones were impacted, but I think I would have lost anyway regardless. So it's just the way it goes. And, you know, the, the beauty of that is is that if he does get rested, which a lot of guys will, there will be guys in the waiver wire. They're not going to be at Ryan Pappenhausen's level. But um, it's just one of those things, you know. you got to hope that you get to round 25. you got to hope they're fit. you got to hope you guys are there. So uh, I'm more worried about just getting there first, and then we'll deal with that week when it comes. But no doubt about it, it's in the back of my mind. But uh, the reality is that you look at all the good guys in the comp, whether it's, you know, Teddy, Cleary, Latrell, whoever it is, they're all a chance um, to get rested in that week. My guys are a bigger worry than most, I would say. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. I think the one thing that sort of is in your favour is with that hamstring injury, and we're talking to Brian about this, that he does need miles in his legs. He needs to continue to run to to get kilometres in that hamstring. So, like, maybe resting him in certain parts of the back end of the season may not be beneficial for him. No. Yep. So yeah, right. that's yeah. something that sort of is in your favour. I also think that come the end of the season and – um, I don't know if it's something that Pappy will say out loud, but I think he's going to be in the race for a Dalian medal as well. Um, I mean, the he leader at the moment... a lot of points before he got injured. Well, mate, the leader at the moment is Ben Hunt. He's on 19. Pappy's been out for six weeks. He's on 15. 
<laughs> so oh. I think he'll be oh. right up there. In saying that, obviously James Tedesco's thereabouts. You'll have Nathan Cleary. He'll be he's not sort of in the top ten at the moment, actually, Cleary. So maybe that'll work in my favour. But yeah, mate, I, I could give you ten reasons why Papi will play. I could give you a ten, ten reasons why he won't play. So we'll just have to. It's not going to matter if, if I'm not fucking there anyway. So we'll just have to see how we go. Yeah, for sure, bro. Well, that's your team done. Um, I've got one more question. Okay, where'd you pick up stacks? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's that? Where, where, what, um, what draft pick did you pick up? Uh, I got him pick three. How disappointed are you in that pick? Um, I Yeah, it hasn't been perfect, but it's, uh, I don't know. It, it's been a weird one because Stags has played good footy. It's just that the like he just hasn't been utilized, and uh, he's been utilized better in his spot this year than he probably ever has been because his edge is just on fire. It's not like he's just getting shit ball; like they're going down his edge and he's drawing in numbers, and they're cre- it's creating space for Selwyn Cobbo. Uh, it hasn't been great. He's on what's he averaging fifty two? I think he is. Uh, yeah. So like, yeah, I mean he scored. Oh, I reckon he scored four, maybe five tries. Hasn't scored that many. So I did expect more out of him, but. I also know that he has got this. Like he's the one guy that if I get to the grand final, Brisbane play the Dragons in round twenty five. Like he's going to be a big guy for me um, mm, come that yeah. week, and that was always part of the plan of getting Katoni Stags. Uh, but yeah, did I anticipate that the teenager outside him would become one of the best wingers <laughs> in rugby league? And Adam Reynolds, who I thought would be yeah. the saving grace for Reynolds for Stags, would come up with. So the best kicking game to the right winger and cutout pass in the game. No. Um, yeah. And, mate, even when Tessie New went down, I went fucking beautiful. Here we go. There goes glue hands. He's going to get a heap of ball, and he potentially got less ball. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I, we, I think we're it's riding, the – We're riding Ricky at the start of the season as well, and it yeah. just hasn't hasn't turned out. Yeah. I think it's the Telekai scenario as well. You know, Telekai had those two or three games where he just absolutely brained it. And so every team is doing all the video on him. They're rushing up on him. They're, you know, over-defending him, and it's just giving Ronaldo Militello all the ball. Same things happen at Broncos. Um, you know, Staggs went on that two or three game run where he was, you know, getting hundreds. Now they're rushing up on him. They're pressuring him. Him and Cobo's getting all the space. Yeah, I mean, mm. if Stags can just have one big performance, which we know he can, um, come finals time, if, if he can just give me, you know, one hundred plus score, uh, like that'll sort of make it worthwhile. He plays the Newcastle Knights week one, then he goes Melbourne, Parramatta, and then the Dragons. So two good matchups, two nightmare matchups. I will say this about Stags: yeah. when he comes up against good centers, though. F- fuck he puts it like he has a he real aims, dig he aims up he, aims up. he, he lifts yeah, yeah. He lifts. so and I mean his 200s this year have come against when he was playing Joey Manu and, and when he was playing the Penrith Panthers so he's got it in him uh, but yes to say I'm happy with how he's gone uh, I'd be telling Porky's no doubt about it yeah. I, I only ask so I'm in the same position <laughs> where did you Good draft stats. him uh, pick four pick four so similar, similar pretty sort similar of like yeah. Kick. yeah yeah, yeah.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.